listening to the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. We invite you to take a deep breath, open your mind, and prepare to go on this wild ride. Episode loading in five, four, three, two. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to another episode of the Melanated Movement Podcast with your host Tess and Earl. <laughs> this is your girl Ian. And my co-host Tess. Hey Tess! <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> Hi, my love. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Why are we like this? I don't know. Oh my gosh. You know the what's up? If anybody can guess that mu- that movie reference, I'll give you a high five in person. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you do a movie reference in our last episode, Neurospicy? Because someone was like, oh, Tess is making a movie reference. Tess is making a movie reference. Did you? Ooh. Do you remember? I, I would have to listen to it again. I mean. It's, it's quite possible, honestly. I think you did. Let me. Hmm. Oh, shoot. Well, anyway, girl, obviously people are listening closely and they're letting us know yes. and they're pointing it out. I do want to thank everyone who's like really taking the time to say what's up. Yes. Tell us, like listen to the episode, point out different references. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you guys. Yes. You seem to really like the Neuro Spicy episode. So we're definitely spicy. Going, it was real spicy. Yeah, it was spicy. Yeah. A lot of people can relate to that because I feel like there's like, especially amongst our generation specifically, mm-hmm. I feel like there's like a really big rise in a lot of um neurodivergent like findings yeah like a lot of adhd a lot of like you know a lot of autism autism. imagine people were were being pushed to the side and autism Mm -hmm. wasn't being recognized Mm -hmm. and now we finally get the attention that we deserve when Mm -hmm. it comes to those types of studies i know did you see the video that was online this young lady who said um that she feels like she was failed by both the black community and the autistic community no tell me about it there i sent it to you and it was basically like you know how like tiktok and instagram says tell me something um tell me something tell me something about a situation that had failed you or a community that's failed you and this young um autistic person was saying i feel like both the black community and the autistic community failed me because both communities pushed me to the side and made me seem like i wasn't real like for example because autism and certain like neurodivergent things aren't recognized in the black communities so you're going through something oh you know she's she's just a little crazy oh there goes there goes linda's crazy child and you're completely disregarded Mm -hmm. and no one's paying attention to you Mm -hmm. so one you're not getting the attention that you need from um the black community and getting those closeness and those friendships and those relationships but also you're not getting the help that you need from the autistic community because no one is bringing you there no one is submerging you in to that community that you really need to feel mm-hmm. understood and to feel heard mm-hmm. so that person was saying okay now i'm an adult and i have to figure this out by myself and now that we're finally getting into the awareness where do i fit it was it's, like is it like a not autistic enough not black enough to be accepted by either yeah kind of situation mm-hmm. that is just so sad it's unfortunate it's very it, it really is i feel like i feel like we're working towards acceptance however i feel like in my opinion, it's like I'm moving fast enough, but at the same time, I can't see everything at the same time. Right. Imagine how long it took us just to get here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then now we're starting to recognize certain things, but we were all programmed this way. Mm-hmm. We were told that, you know, our skin is tough as nails and we're not real. That's why mm-hmm. we got experiments done on us. That's why we weren't treated as people. So we had to get out of that mindset for us to even go to the doctor. Right. And now we're like, okay, well, you know, mental, like if you have a mental health issue, go to church because we were, that's where we were allowed to go on Sundays. That's mm-hmm. where you're allowed to wear, mm-hmm. that's why your Sunday's best is that one purple suit in your closet because that's when the slave owners was like, okay, the slaves can go to church. That's mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. place they can go and that's when you're wearing your quote-unquote Sunday's best. And they said to leave all your issues there because when you come back, you got to go back to work. So it's prayed away. Churches make it feel better because we're not taking you to the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. And now as we're transforming and we're now encouraging our parents to go to the doctor, now we're seeing more change where we are getting more studies done and now they're changing the way medicine looks like or what medicine looks like because none of those studies were for us they mm-hmm. studied us but nothing was made for us right. even the scale Facts. where they say where what size is your kid oh your kid falls in the 75 percentile and i had to ask 
actually asked the other day. I got I went to the doctor with my son, and they're like, oh yeah, your son falls in the seventy five percentile for height, and I was like, that's based on what type of child. Like I, I'm gonna ask, like because now I have oh my more God, information. What was the answer? The the doctor was a Hispanic doctor, and the way she responded was an American child because she had an, like another person with her, and she looked at me like in my eyes because she could tell that I was asking a very specific question, and she didn't want an inappropriate interaction with the person that she was with, and she looked at me she's like this is based on an, on an American child. It's not based on every ethnicity or every type of person is based on an American child. And I understood what she was saying. She wasn't being rude or anything like outlandish. I saw what she was doing. So basically this this the, these charts are based on white children. It's not really Oh not- my god. We have to have a conversation. I think we mentioned it in earlier seasons where we talked about like even addressing BMI, right? Mm-hmm. Like um body mass index mm-hmm. and how incredibly racist that you know bmis because it doesn't account for so much of our own body composition mm-hmm. as like melanated people right right and so yeah that's fascinating mm-hmm. they told my they told me my son was in the 99 percentile when he was first born and said he was overweight and i mean i was very young when i first had my son so of course i'm like the doctor says this or whatever mm-hmm. and i was being very careful but of course like i also knew like to take things with a grain of salt and also with my culture like i'm gonna feed my child if he's hungry mm-hmm. is where i'm at i'm just gonna mm-hmm. give him the grease and this or whatever because i want him to have a healthy life however when i learned what they were telling me i'm like and i'm looking at my son i was like he's not like he's always like the only time that my son got um i guess thick is when he was in in between that like growth spurt you mm-hmm. know and then also it was covid so my son did put on weight and then he went through his growth spurt like like an average child mm-hmm. so he was never like obese or anything like that and when they would say that about my son i was just like i don't get it and then of course he's in the room and he's hearing it he also experienced that moment where he he's like mama am i am i big am i fat mm-hmm. i'm like no you're like seven you like you're fine you mm-hmm. know what i mean mean and he became very self-conscious and mm. i really did start to do my research to where i'm like none of this matches so antiquated on. right yeah, absolutely do you find yourself be being like impatient with how long it's taking for real shift to take place i mean yes and no i'm like grateful that change is happening and i'm grateful things are being um opened up and i also know that shift is happening in a way that's getting the government's attention because all the governors are like no this and we can't have black studies and no we can't talk Mm -hmm. about african leaders because you don't want us to know the truth about our country and know the the truth about our families and that they don't want us to get to our riches and to Mm -hmm. the education that we deserve i know we're at a point where or at our breaking point mm-hmm. because things are starting to shift in a way that they're trying to push back and but we're pushing back now like mm-hmm. we're like no we want to mm-hmm. know this information yes we want to grow so it's kind of like i'm in between i'm grateful for the space or whatever but i do wish we were further along like we're in 2023 we have ai you know what i mean we right. have robots we have self-driving Ch- cars GPT. right mm-hmm. we have all these things but we don't want to accept that slavery happened when the entire world, the aliens in different dimensions know that we had slavery in the United States. Like, be serious. Be serious. <laughs> no, but for real. Like, no, but you know what? You're absolutely right. Because, like, the thing is, it's like, it's like people are scared to talk about. What am I going to do? Right. Like, what do you what do you think the next step is? Like, the United States actually giving people what they deserve? <laughs> Huh, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the different things that are happening around us, what's been going on lately? Current events. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Let's talk about what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> girl, girl. Yo, okay, so... <laughs> Give me the tea on this whole thing with Kiki Palmer. Girl, yo, like the tea was hot. Piping, <laughs> piping. And you, you ever been on like? Because sometimes Twitter is really popping. You gotta run to Twitter and like mm-hmm. see what's going on. But when Instagram is popping, mm-hmm. you know something mm-hmm. is like it's, it's it has spilled, transcended. It's <laughs> over the way that Kiki's uh, boyfriend, ex boyfriend, now had yes, girl. The way his ex, her ex boyfriend was literally drunk through the streets, the Twitter streets on kiki palmer's internet so tell me what happened tell so me what wrong. happened <laughs> i feel like i know them but no i was uh, i was actually reading some blogs about it and so you know kiki palmer just had a baby she has like mm-hmm. post 
baby body and it's giving it's giving double it's giving body okay she's very happy with it by the way imagine like kiki was like very slim before Mm -hmm. or whatever and she was always talking about yeah i want a bigger butt this or whatever but it's it's giving post baby body she has the double d's she got a little milk duds or milk makers (laughs) at the top and she got the cheeks in the back she looks really good her skin looks good she looks very healthy very happy I, i just i'm very grateful that she's having like such a a beautiful experience as a new mom i think she looks great so she wore this you know usher has been out here doing the damn thing yes he has usher show i would love to go to usher show me too it looks like a good time he's incredible oh serenade me listen i'll wear that dress shit anyway so she wore like a see-through dress like she had like a like a body piece under what would you like a bodysuit under mm-hmm, like a bikini mm-hmm. style bodysuit mm-hmm. looked amazing she had and like from the front it covered everything um and then from the back the cheeks was out right but it was like a long sheer overcoat and so usher was like let me serenade my kiki Palmer." Mm-hmm. serenade her on stage she's blushing doing her thing whatever and when she walks away you can see the cheeks rocking back and forth and kiki's like as they should as they should the cheese is rocking i love it when you rock the hits hey. <laughs> so um her boyfriend her ex-boyfriend had the audacity the gall the gall the absolute gall while sitting in kiki palmer's house on kiki palmer's, on palmer's couch palmer's, right using kiki palmer's wi-fi on her phone player, on kiki palmer's internet <laughs> talking about um a, a mother what do you say a mother or you're a mother you shouldn't be out looking like that like you don't have her cell phone number so like he said that like talking about like he tweeted it didn't he, he? tweeted it girl the the idea of like <sighs> me and you have been together we have a child together we live together you have my cell phone number you have my facetime you got my email you got my second phone number mm-hmm. you feel me you got my car phone also you met me a certain way and like it let, can we talk about how, and I think like societally, and I'm really glad there's a shift like happening in terms mm-hmm. of like really exposing that, where women, um, going to the binary really quick for that, women, once they give birth, people with vaginas, when they give birth, it's like their whole identity mm-hmm. becomes wrapped in motherhood. Mm-hmm. And so, do they lose their sex appeal? They right. lose, like, what, like, what is it about now becoming, a, like, having a child that it's like, oh, now that you're a mother, like, it's the sweats and the freaking, like, baggy yeah, clothes baggy for you. Clothes, you know what I mean? Is so that is so messed up. So then, okay, so then tell me what happened. So then he tweets it <laughs> and he said, you're a mother. Yeah, yeah. Man. And then what happened? And he got drunk to the mug, right? <laughs> so... I- <laughs> I think okay so <clears throat> he said like you're a mother you shouldn't be wearing those things or whatever and like for me it was the way that he did it he did it in in spite because like once you really do get a chance to kind of dig through kiki's like socials and and through her podcast too she has a podcast available on amazon and on her podcast that he was a guest on she literally said when i'm in a relationship like don't you know, mm-hmm. put anything on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, you have my phone number, text me, call me. Mm-hmm. For living in the same spot, and I will open the door. This is a private conversation. Yeah, like, and I, and I agree with that. I feel like everybody's entitled to their feelings. Mm-hmm. If he didn't like something or whatever, mm-hmm. that's his girl. Like, you're entitled to your feelings. You have that conversation with your girl. The world should know about what, what you and Miss Kiki Palmer are talking about. That's mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. And then as things change through life, and, and that's how it would mold within your relationship, that's your business. Mm-hmm. The idea that she... Or Already publicly said on her podcast with him as a guest i don't tolerate that that's something that gets under my nerves like that's a, one of my biggest mm-hmm. pet peeves mm-hmm. quote unquote and you have the audacity to do that that means something was already off already something already popped off already and you're trying to stir the pot you're trying to you're trying mm-hmm. to create a villain in this person because you want to see how she's that's exactly react. what i was thinking like it wasn't about addressing a problem i think it was about like and he backfired on him real bad, mm-hmm. right? Because they came when I the internet took his ass. Yes, took him and drug him. The internet always wins, rightfully so. Because like, if the goal was to address something that actually that bothered you, then it would have remained in the privacy of your own relationship. Exactly. The moment you take that phone and you tweet out your own opinion about your partner mm-hmm. and what they're doing mm-hmm. the objective is no longer about trying to address the problem exactly you're trying to tarnish something yeah so i, I definitely agree you're stirring yeah. the pot like you're saying it made no sense 
it, to me, like when I first saw it, at first, like immediately, I was like, Mm-mm, inappropriate, mm-hmm. inappropriate, because mm-hmm. like there's no way that we live in the same house and you think that's a that's a that's the thing to do. No way we're on the same fucking phone plan that Katie Palmer pays for. I'm just fine. She probably does. Um, she, but like, be no, but be for real, be serious. Like mm-hmm. in, in a loving relationship, there's respect and there's boundaries. You're talking about boundaries and respect within your relationship within your family mm-hmm. about how she's now disrespected the family dynamic that you guys have built mm-hmm. but then you're not looking at the way that you've now disrespected the family that mm-hmm. you have now built right you're mm-hmm. disrespecting the mother of your child you're disrespecting her like it, you it doesn't make it. sense it doesn't make sense at all yeah. but then if you really think about it like you're trying to create a trail to mm-hmm. then tarnish this person so when you move down and you're trying to use it against them that you have some type of leverage mm-hmm. it was manipulative it was mm-hmm. planned there's no way and because when have you ever seen this man tweet anything because if you before he deleted everything there's pictures on his profile of kiki with no top on holding her boobs when she was pregnant holding mm-hmm. her stomach saying oh look how she's glowing mm-hmm. oh she's pregnant or whatever happy for that you have videos of her like moving them at like she was wearing this one piece uh, it was like long sleeve, long pants. It was like really fitted, looked great on her. And mm-hmm. she was like, she was shaking that ass. Mm-hmm. It looked great. She got posts, you know, baby ass. Mm-hmm. And you're posting that. So that didn't bother you before, right? But now all of a sudden. Now all of a sudden you have an issue. Why? Right. So now something, obviously you're bothered in mm-hmm. one way or another. And you're trying to take advantage of this moment. You're toxic. I think, I, I really do think like going back to like the policing that happens in general, like it really is a, not just like, well, I mean obviously it's rooted in toxic masculinity but like it's about power and control like mm-hmm. it goes back to that power and control like mm-hmm. you you feel like you have some sort of say about what I wear and how I present myself mm-hmm. in the world and not only do you feel like you have a say but you feel like that say needs to be publicized in some way like you have some sort of like ownership over mm-hmm. my body and that's just not right right and it's been like some of the those strengths have been like being exposed like especially like coercive control have been exposed like more and more lately right because of course at first like you had like me too and like the generation like that happened like years ago right like when when the whole movement first started and all of that stuff and now we have like men who are like just like trying to not be toxic but then they are establishing like women's standard like what is like what a fine woman is supposed to be like and what they're supposed to behave and mm-hmm. oh bring back the traditional woman or mm-hmm. whatever what have what have you and he just fed right into that same like toxic masculine narrative when you're trying to like exert some control that you don't even have right. bro because you also met the person being who she was and you fully embrace her as she was right. so now why the switch up same thing happened in the current event speaking of that with um jonah hill and um his ex um sarah sarah brady mm-hmm. um so she actually released um some of the text messages that he had um sent to her back in like december so she's still as a reference like she's a she's a um she's a surfer okay. right and mm-hmm. she's so she, and she's a model so imagine the water mm-hmm. you have a bikini mm-hmm. and you're gonna have brands and partnerships and sponsorships and all of that stuff with right you that bikini with you in that bikini right yeah so a homeboy grabs his phone and starts texting her about what his own boundaries are supposed to be Yo. and to take down this photo and that photo from her social media pages talking about you know you, you know um you're what do you say that like it's like essentially like i'm a catch or something like that or you don't know what you're gonna be losing and it's just it's just ridiculous i think <laughs> so i was reading those messages and then tess is gonna do like a quick little thing here you have to tell these people what this man have the audacity the gall the gall let me tell say. you so he says <laughs> He writes, uh, plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries. 
boundaries for romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the way on the ways these actions have hurt our trust you let's discuss but read the second one the second one is the like the first one to me i didn't what he said in the first portion i was like why did she post this? But then the way that he ended it was kind of like, okay, he's being manipulative. I can see why she's like, while she, why she feels the way she feels. The second screenshot is what got me hot. Oh my God. You like the one. So it was like, I respect your love of surfing, but I respect myself as well. So why are you centering yourself in this anyway? And your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness are not mutually exclusive. This isn't me. So if you want marriage and family, you can't use a 25 card. Step up and cut shit. What the fuck is a 25 card? I don't know. These people don't get your time or your kindness at the sacrifice of mine. <sighs> the thing that's funny about this is if you meet oh a surfer, God. if you if I meet a surfer, this person surfs for a living, right? She's a surf model she's a surfer she models surfing things she's in a bathing suit she looks good right Mm -hmm. so the pictures it's gonna be everywhere to include magazines social media Mm -hmm. every time you look across you see that person's name you're gonna see her in a bikini or something wet Mm -hmm. surfing that's what she does that's her job it gets worse and this is the part i think that got you really tight is the way he says oh and modeling which is the last professional i would be uh, as with as a partner but lol must be hard feeling so trapped so she re- to what she replied well maybe you should have asked me more about what i do for work before you decide to date me then a little late now he responds keep taking me for granted go model it's a fulfilling life you'll love it real depth and substance and system and sustainability for relationships but actually i'm done with this convo from jonah motherfucking hill bruh Jonah Hill, the one that did super bad. <laughs> Be serious. <laughs> Be serious. Be serious. Like the the audacity for me is crazy because the way that Google works is for free. Mm-hmm. Before before I date anybody, I'm a Google them. And you're a celebrity. How easily someone could just do the research for you, sir? Mm-hmm. You're dating a surf model and now you're coming down her throat for being a model mm. don't make no damn sense his dick must be small <laughs> it's, it's giving it's giving small dick it's it, like it's the the insecurity that gets projected and it's like it's my responsibility to comfort your feelings and accommodate your insecurities jonah hill <laughs> <laughs> i will never not laugh at the way you say this because you it was in tidy whitey's in a whole movie sitting next to what was his name the really mm-hmm. one that did the fucking stripper movie whatever so i said throwing no the one that did like mike like mike no mike spicy oh mike. oh oh yeah <laughs> magic <laughs> so imagine you sitting next to magic mike in a movie where you're playing children and you're in tidy mm-hmm. whitey's outside with the Mm-hmm. And you have, and you're what? It's the audacity. It's the for audacity. Me. You don't even look good in tiny whities, and you have the audacity. <laughs> the fact that you can even get a date with the model, be motherfucking grateful. <laughs> you know how Nikki, <laughs> Nikki Minaj be like, um, bro, people don't serve to laugh. <laughs> we gotta make one up for Jonah Hill, cause sir, like, and, and it, like, it's, to, like the part that really upsets me is the fact that a lot like sometimes you know there you we know like how therapy has been like this very how would I say popular but like it's been very widespread right and it's been more talked about more freely talked about exactly. in our generation I really think I don't have any substantiating evidence for this <laughs> but he's considered like an older millennial right yeah. and our generation honestly is among like the generation has probably sought the, the most amount of therapy or has been the most like vocal about it the very least is the co-opting of like therapy language for me in order to spew toxic BS right. that really gets under my skin these are like these are my boundaries dude no Mm-mm. you're establishing rules right. you're establishing control and that is just, exactly yeah because it doesn't make sense honestly because the thing is i feel like it's very normal to express okay like babe um 
uh, when you're around, okay, if certain if certain actions make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a committed relationship, and you're married or whatever, and you hang around this one single friend that always wants you to be that that plus one mm-hmm. when they go out and there's someone, oh, bring your girl with me. Mm-hmm. That's inappropriate. I'm gonna say, you know, that makes me uncomfortable, right. whatever. Right. That is that is completely normal. That's a mm-hmm. normal boundary. These things make me in, you know, these things make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> mm-hmm. You telling me to take down my bathing suit pictures when I am a surf surfer met, you met model. me as such. Be serious. Or like the way that he attacked her friends. Like for me, it doesn't make sense because like you're basically saying that you are above these people, but like what like the way that you're trying to express these boundaries is not how boundaries mm-hmm. works. Like, you're really trying to control and mani- manipulate the people that she now is around. You're trying to manipulate the way that she makes money. Yep. Because you, what is what is his thing? What Do you want a traditional woman to stay at home and take care of the kids you don't have? Like, what, right. is, what is it? It doesn't make sense. To, like, no, the math is not mathing, oh, like, she... at all. It's not mathing at all. It's not. It doesn't make sense. So, anyway, <laughs> the these are the... <laughs> audacious men of the uh, current events oh gosh, really <laughs> segment yo let me tell you some one last thing before we move on no the my god please Girl. tell me more <laughs> tell me more tell, tell me more, more. <laughs> also a very toxic movie <laughs> for real it really was yo the abuse in that movie and oh my change gosh. your entire life if you want to be with yes. you yes they had good music though they d- it really did yeah. tell me I knew all the oh lyrics yeah, I really wanted that pink wig real bad, and I wanted one. The, I wanted the poodle skirt. Mm-hmm. I wanted the cute little sweater with my name on the back. Tell me about it, stud. Oh, <laughs> mom, I would say though, let me find me a little stud, but been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, have you ever realized like so many movies or songs that you just like will belt out, you know, singing or watching and just like absolutely be so into mm-hmm. and you get older and like, well wait a minute. Wait a, wait a minute. minute. What am I what what yo. this is toxic. It's toxic. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you are watching cartoons from when we were kids as mm, adults so and true. you get all this little bit oh my lord. Mm-hmm. The things on these show these cartoons were not made for kids or at least like the kids now would not be able to watch the the shows we used to watch because they would catch Mm -hmm. the subliminals in them that's true even in mickey mouse Mm -hmm. mickey mouse and minnie mouse was out here (laughs) doing nasty in these fucking cartoons and they're just kind of like take it as like oh they're being flipped around and dressed or whatever there's like there's an episode where like mickey and minnie like they're in like you know those spinning closets Mm -hmm. and they spin they like hit each other and they come out and mickey's like fucking woozy covered in kisses his shirt's all fucked up and then minnie's fixing her skirt what in a cartoon be serious. No. Oh my goodness. Can okay. you imagine? Oh my god. What is the nugget you're going to tell me? Oh, girl, they found cocaine in the White House. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I saw this comedian. I saw this comedian. He was like, he was like, it makes complete sense that they found some cocaine <laughs> in Biden's White House. Because Biden needed a little pep in his step. He needed a little juice in his He needs some help. <laughs> he needs some help. <laughs> You know, when I heard it, when I heard it was cocaine in the White House, I even bat an eye. I was like, all right. Because in my... Cause what do you think? Where do you think it's coming from? Or do you, who do you think? I mean, there's, Everybody. Been, there's been cocaine in the White House as long as the White House has been around. Maybe not during the Obama era. I mean, it's called the White House. For Exactamente. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was cocaine in the White House with all the prior presidents. So why do you think it's coming out now? They're trying to make Biden look bad. Mm, I mean, sense. come on. Every presidency, there's some type of scandal. You haven't heard shit about Biden, right? Biden mm-hmm. has just been sleeping in the I'm sorry, <laughs> sleeping <Joe>. Biden. <laughs> no, but they're just the thing is like election season's coming up. Like they're trying to make Biden look like he's incapable. He's old. He's taking drugs. He has the um, the documents like Trump had the documents in his house or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like shit. Technically, all of them had documents. Which, by the way, I don't know if you heard like also part of current events that um, uh, Trump's defense lawyers are trying to delay the trial well because they're trying to make they're trying to say that you know he should those 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 specific um circumstances should not impede a second term seeking president if he i wish i could leave my face (laughs) 
yeah so yeah they they literally cited that as one of the reasons why they would want the trial they want the trial to be delayed because they don't want for all of that to go on while he's seeking a second term the man that went under oath and said that she wanted to be raped that one for his for his trial yeah. with what is her name the one that he just got um she was who what's her name bunny what, what if oh her, i know what you're talking about but yeah. i don't remember her name at the top of my head right so he literally went under mm-hmm. oath and was just glorifying our ape i was mm-hmm. like you know what she wanted it i don't i don't see the problem if you really want yeah. it and i'm just like so this man <laughs> please like and the thing that's really crazy is how much can someone really go through before they are no longer allowed to be the president of the united states because i feel like, like if, until they're no longer even eligible to seek right. the presidency right because let that had happened to obama he wouldn't even be allowed no there's he no way he wouldn't be allowed and so now trump now he has cases of of um, embezzlement he has cases of fraud he has fake schools fake money owes the irs millions of dollars <laughs> multiple trials now going mm-hmm. on that they're refusing to move forward with and he still and he was already impeached Oh yeah, there's that and, too. But he's it? still eligible for a second term. Yep, he's and crazy. now they want to delay the trial. And you know, the governor he's... of Florida even stated because you know he's seeking the presidency, Yo. talking about if he doesn't win the primary or whatever, he does not. He does not have any interest in becoming um, Trump's vice president. It's gonna be lit. Fuck my dick, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck both of them. I'm gonna have to really censor this shit because. Ron DeSantis, oh, he gets under my skin. Like, he, oh, God. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. So Trump sucked. Imagine President Ron DeSantis. I don't even want to imagine that nightmare. To be honest, people really don't like him, though, for real. But then people, because I feel like with Trump, people are like, oh, yeah, Trump is different. He's going to bring life back into the White House. They were trying to build this fake dream, right, for Trump. Mm-hmm. But with Ron DeSantis, I just don't see the same appeal. People are just kind of like this man is kind of stupid. Like, but the I don't think I think he's incredibly smart, and I think he's in in a way that is very cynical and absurd. Take us back. He would really take us back. Mm -hmm. And we're already like Trump took us back, and you know Sleepy Joe has been trying to get us to where we need to be. But you know every next president takes on the burdens of the president before. Mm -hmm. So there's so many things that are still being cleaned up and that need to be done and need to be taken care of, and there's still repercussions that are happening within this presidency, Mm -hmm. um, this administration. So it's kind of like whoever the next person is. Imagine if some dumbass gets the fucking. Oh my god! Like it's all I know is that is that this election, upcoming election year, is gonna be lit. Yeah. and we're going to bring all them news to you yeah. I'm really <laughs> and curious. we're going to have some live episodes we're going to talk Welcome about to this live to another yeah. episode break another episode of oh, just down nonsense the bullshit. that is America because we know it's going to be bullshit it's going to be a hot mess I have to be tuned in because I have to know who's going to be really stepping in that position mm-hmm. the thing that's really crazy is we elected Biden to really take us away from Trump because we expected because we knew Biden but we didn't really expect him to do much of anything but just not to be Trump. So we, there wasn't like too many high expectations, in my honest opinion. No, yeah, you're. And you're, Kamala's you're on not it. giving shit. She ain't giving shit. She's pretty absent, isn't she? Yo, she shows up randomly in random spaces, just like supporting Pacific people, supporting like when I say Pacific, like I mean like Pacific people in the Pacific, Pacific and, Islanders. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like and then supporting Black people, and then she disappears. What are you doing? Like, as the vice president, like, you're not you're not his wife. You're not the first lady. You're doing first lady things. You need to be doing vice president things. What are you doing? But I do see, I do see her active in the Senate, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine the things that have gone past in the Senate recently. Are, what are you doing? Honestly. Like, what changes are you making that's moving it, us it's a in mess. the pop? I think we, this current events thing did get a little long, and I'm sorry, but this shit really got under my skin. Like, our government is really on some bullshit, and it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make sense. The math isn't mathing, because again, we're the real math. Like, be serious. Mm-hmm. Be, was the black, was the was the math invented by a black person? Because it was giving. Anything black is getting taken away. Next thing you know, two plus two is an equal seven. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I have a question yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's so mad. <laughs> she got me tight. She's, she's so mad. 
I'm with you. I'm with you. Here's my question. Given the opportunity, would you run for office? Yeah. If so, which post? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like I have to do research on it. Mm-hmm. I have to see because honestly, when I'm as my life continues, I do want to make a difference in lives of veterans, and mm-hmm. I feel like that will equate to me getting to the steps of some form of government mm-hmm. because the VA is a federal agency, mm-hmm. and I and I want to knock on someone's door to like, can you treat veterans like a little bit better? I just like if nothing else, I want benefits that make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People mm-hmm. are out here. Twenty one percent of homeless people are veterans. Mm-hmm. Why? why Mm -hmm. so for me i do feel like i would end up at the like at the footsteps or at the doorstep at the stairs somewhere relating to some form of government i don't know which branch though i would have to do more research to really be like oh this one Mm -hmm. but i mean yeah i would i think a positive change is something that we should all strive for Mm -hmm. yourself i don't know i feel i feel like i want to say no but i feel like my civic duty head and social justice mind yeah. would inevitably find herself like into gonna, that. I feel like you're going to end up somewhere. Especially <laughs> with what you do, I think you would end up like, somewhere there. I don't know, man. I just really like to affect policy and systems change. I really like to affect policy. <laughs> and system change. But, like, maybe not in, like, a political, like, a, like, grand political capacity but then again i feel like it's one of those inevitable paths like you can't be so impassioned by so much that is going on and wanting for so much of it to change Mm -hmm. without taking Mm -hmm. part in the changes taking place in a more like in a like visible way you know what i'm saying and so hey cash is at the white house in the next few years not few though (laughs) few is three not few but within our lifetime, you said three. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yes. I knew you never. <laughs> yeah. I thought few After could f- be anywhere from few is two to like ten. At which point you get to several. Some, many, and several are in this numbers, but few is three. Listen, thank you for this grammar lesson. Uh, uh, I want to point out that I was not born here. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, <laughs> you know, but for real, I think, I think, um, oh, one of my professors actually was saying how, like, if we want change, we're in the, we're in the position to make change. Mm-hmm. So I feel like even at, at any capacity, like you're able to make change. If you mm-hmm. want to see some type of change happen in your life, in your community, in your time, like make that change, mm-hmm. work towards that. I feel like with me, the way that I think and the way that I've seen such injustice and mm-hmm. we are at that space where people are realized, like, between like slavery time and people getting certain rights and mm-hmm. what's going on rights being taken away from us and so on we're really at that place where okay mm-hmm. we have certain freedoms where we can say certain things we can vote we can make change mm-hmm. however even though they're trying to take these privileges away from us we're really at that point where we can push back mm-hmm. we can push back we can do certain things we just there's more of us that want change than those who are trying to keep things the way that they should or the way that they feel it should be Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish it would just die off because a lot of these people have been in these seats for a number of years. Like, but see, they're planting the seeds so that they are supplanted when the time comes. Exactly. Yeah, Ron right. DeSantis is young. He's not right. Even, yeah. Remember what we were talking about? I think in the very beginning when we, when we were talking about like the age like the average age of like a political person mm-hmm. in in the United States and the fact that if they were like so incredible like so radical that soon enough they would pass they would pass on and and so would their policies and ideologies with them but then shortly after I started going on TikTok and then like I was having I was listening to like conversations that like I'm talking about teenagers were having mm-hmm. that are completely like radical in a very similar way and I'm like oh wait a minute no 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 mm-hmm. no like those roots run deep they sure do right and it's like I, I mean and we don't see everything like no. we see so we're the state that we're in like i feel like we're like in a melting pot right mm-hmm. so we see different things we're able to identify with where the change should happen we're able to find people that kind of mm-hmm. see things similar similarly mm-hmm. but then like if you think about like the midwest and you think about just right above us like in mississippi alabama mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. texas mm-hmm. like 
they're not the think, deep south yeah they're not yeah. thinking the way that we think mm-hmm. and, and they're not experiencing things that we experience mm-hmm. so it's like though we were like yeah change is coming people people around me feel the same and we look at these votes mm-hmm. and we look at these conversations and we look at what's being you know voted on in the senate and in congress mm-hmm. and i'm like mm, if, if we were if we were really the majority and people were actually hearing these conversations we wouldn't be here anymore right, right? and the thing is to me i'm at that point where um, there is someone that said like it doesn't even feel like there's a Democratic and Republican party anymore. It just seems like one giant party. <laughs> just, two sides, yeah, two it, sides of the same coin. Of the same right? coin. Like, what are y'all really talking about? Like, we shouldn't be in 2023 with self-driving cars still talking about abortion. We shouldn't still be here talking about if slavery should be taught in school. It's part of our history. Like, just mm-hmm. let it be taught. It's already in the book. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why there's... Well, I do understand why they're trying to cover it up. Because they don't want to be held responsible for it, right? If your government is not exposed, now you have to be responsible for it. And now other... And then once us as Americans find out, the other countries are going to find out what Americans did. And then we're going to have to really try to fix it. Because all these other countries that say that the U.S. has been intermingled in their relations they all can't be lying right mm. that's not any of our books that's why they say americans are so ignorant because we're only we're we're only taught what we're fed and it's not until most recently where it's like i need more information mm-hmm. that's why so many things get blocked and so many things can't be seen you can't continue this site mm-hmm. or this is not allowed in your state or your county anymore mm-hmm. so imagine what are the reasons why people would be trying to cover something up Right, man, watch we don't get no money for this damn episode. Anytime we talk about anytime we talk about something that's like serious or real, like we get censored so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Like like for example, if we'll share a reel within the first week of like a really good reel, we'll get like really good interactions. It like we might get low likes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about the likes for me. It's about wh- how many accounts get reached because the people don't like shit. They'll see it and they'll watch it a million times. They'll mm-hmm. never like it. Mm-hmm. So like uh, on our best, like we'll get like a thousand on in a one week, right? Mm-hmm, and okay, great, it's flowing. Whatever. Like our pride series got a lot of good, um, a lot of good views. Like mm-hmm. a lot of our like sex series stuff. It was a little bit censored, but we did get good views. Mm-hmm. But like our gun violence views, like a, oh yeah, was like definitely shadow banned. Shadow banned us bad. They kept mm-hmm. deleting our posts and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just said what, what was like. Now that we're talking about government things, or we just mentioned government related things, I just really hope we don't get like shadow banned, or mm-hmm. that at least our episodes allowed to play. If you're hearing it through the speakers, thank goodness. But know that like you're probably not gonna see it in rotation anywhere else. It's unfortunate. Well, I mean, I think that's what we need to continue to fight for, right? We need to mm, continue to the fight real for freedom that. Of speech. Right, exactly, mm. because you can't tell me that I am free to speak my views and my opinions and we're not causing any harm or we're inciting conversation and really inciting critical thinking, which mm. is not something that we do a whole lot of to to like to um harp on what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um and so I think that's what it's important for us to continue to talk about it and for to make it as widely available as possible. Because, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's what bothers me about it is like the fact that everything is like a facade, right? Mm-hmm. So on the surface, you're free. On the surface, you're oh, half free. Home of the free, home of the brave. Right. On the surface, you're seeming you're seemingly free you seemingly have free speech you seemingly have you know your rights but then there is so much murkiness that just lays right underneath the surface and a lot of times people who don't do the critical thinking or people who don't delve deeper tend to see that surface level stuff and be like oh yeah we're straight we're good Mm -hmm. and that's where it becomes a problem and i've noticed that every single time and history has repeated itself right because that's that's the whole thing i've noticed that every single time we've like gotten past the divisiveness amongst like race Mm -hmm. and social class to like really come together to address like the deeper lying issues boom they find something else that is like meant to like divide us even further and that is just so problematic so i mean you and i are going to continue to have these conversations and they're going to be uncomfortable and they're going to shadow ban us so we're going to find a way we're going to push through (laughs) because it's important of course it's important to talk about these things it's important to have like the thing is like once you have that one conversation it like plants a seed that you now want to make you know more conversations occur you want to do the Mm -hmm. research and then you really gain that information for yourself and i feel like that's that's a big goal 
gold of mine for us to have like just regular conversations of course and then like that person just like okay i'm gonna look i'm gonna really look into this mm-hmm. what what has been passed most recently what mm-hmm. are the things that are allowed in my state because you really would be surprised this mm-hmm. eel is oh my god alabama's new um new laws I I don't know if I ever want to go to Alabama, and I like Alabama mm-hmm. in certain places because I've had oh girl, Alabama was kind of scary. So one of my like old friends, she got married in Alabama. Oh beautiful wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh she had a barn wedding. It was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it. Like she was in this huge barn, like on this beautiful land. I really enjoyed myself. It was a beautiful wedding. Damn, I kind of want to research it now because God forbid I was on like. Anyway, no, so let's, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. But no, her wedding was really beautiful, and I was really, really delighted to be a part of it, to be able to share that with her. But I noticed, like, okay, t- we were driving down this little dirt road. To the right was the hotel. Beautiful trees, like, mm-hmm. great landscaping. Like, it was like, after that road, it was like, you know, great restaurants, whatever. You make a left? And as soon as, like, I was uh, with a friend of mine, we had both attended the wedding, made a left, let's go get some gas before we hit the road to do whatever exploring we're going to mm-hmm. do for that day. We made a left onto the dirt road because GPS was like, yeah, gas station point three miles. Mm-hmm. Made a left. And then we saw, like, house after house after house with a giant Confederate flag on their houses, mm-hmm. right? And then we're like, okay, just leave the window up. We just need to get gas. Mm-hmm. We pulled into the gas station and they had a Confederate flag up in in their window mm-hmm. and there's like this old guy, old American guy, I'll say, um, just kind of like peeking out the window and then this is something that i do not need and i just never stop the car i just mm-hmm. nope we're we're gonna come out of this dirt road and head right back towards the hotel if we have to uber gas to mm-hmm. ourselves we will mm-hmm. because there's no way you think i'm gonna get out of this car to get gas mm-hmm. my and then my friend was darker than me mm-hmm. nah sis let's go because mm-hmm. like the the idea that there's still places that are too scary to get out that was on the blackening you have to see the blackening sorry I, that, I, I want to go uh, to the blackening that for anyone the blackening was hilarious please go <laughs> with a group of black friends to go watch it or any friends a group of friends is just hilarious but a group of black people mm-hmm. to watch the blackening <laughs> it just makes perfect sense it's hilarious i was like Girl, it was I was. <laughs> it was a good movie. Must go, must see, or whatever. Take, but, bring all your melanated friends. Bring all your friends, <laughs> so you can yell at the screen. It was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, so like in Alabama, they they were the was it the governor there? The governor was trying to bring back hanging. And you know, in Alabama, within like was it twenty twenty time, they they had found people hanging in trees in Alabama in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And so they tried to bring back hanging, I Oof. think, in 2019, uh, pre-COVID. And then most recently, when there or the last rally for governors and things like that, I don't know what year that was. Maybe it was 2020. Because yeah. they only do every four mm-hmm. years like the like the presidency, right? Yeah, every two to four. Every two to four. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the fact that the, the governor that was, or the person that was running for governor, it was a, a white female, was like, yeah, bring back the nooses. Bring back this uh, form of um, punishment when it comes to breaking the laws. And people were really clapping. I was like, there's no way I can move to Alabama. There's no way. What am I getting hung for? I'm going to get hung for just being black. Like, nah, I don't want to do that. Alabama's she said, no, I don't want to do that. I'm straight. <laughs> Alabama's cool. The food is good. Whatever. Mississippi. Oh, yo. <laughs> you ever looked at the state of Mississippi and Alabama and how they're shaped? They're like the same state but flipped opposite. So they're like two sisters back to back with their arms crossed. Really? <laughs> Oh my God! Can we post this? We have to share it with our listeners. Oh my goodness! You have to share that. It's the nerd in me that was like, Oh, oh my God! No, that's that. fascinating. That's funny. I really like oh, that. Man. That's terrible. I mean, <laughs> do you know all your states? Um. You, yes. Do you? I do. I, I. You know what's so funny? I when it's time for me to name my states, I start from one corner, the East Coast. I'm more familiar with East Coast. Mm-hmm. I go down to where it's like Florida, go Mississippi, Alabama, to mm-hmm. and I do the perimeter up to like California, Washington State, and then because these are all the states I've been to, mm-hmm. I've been to all the well, I think majority of the perimeter states. I can name them. Mm-hmm. Once we get towards the center, I got Kansas. Come on, the Midwest. The Midwest, the Bible <laughs> Belt. You know what I mean? Ah. <laughs> 
all them. It's like, what do you mean, Arkansas? America, explain. <laughs> that vine. Arkansas? That's not, I am confusion. This is not Arkansas. No, this is not Arkansas. This is Arkansas. This is Kansas number two. America, explain. Explain. <laughs> or, um, there's one state I didn't realize was a state kind of, like, I, 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 and there's some things that don't make sense. Like, why is there, is there like, what's it called? A new... New Virginia? No. There's, West Virginia? There's a there's West Virginia and there's regular Virginia. But there, regular Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. There's, there's a certain state that's like a new state. It's like this state and then New Mexico? No. New Hampshire? No, New Hampshire's at the top. There's no regular Hampshire. <laughs> I forget. Whatever. Anyway, I just feel like a, like some of our states is just lazy. Like, why is there new and old? Why is there? I understand the South and the North, though. I mean, it's because of the you know original thirteen colonies, and then we just kept on taking land about this mine. Period. And <laughs> <laughs> and by we, I don't mean me at all. <laughs> right. I'm on mean, the other side. Right. I was but, brought here. But but seriously, like I was in South Bend over the weekend, and. Just entering just South Bend. The river <laughs> no, the books like that was like seriously some like oh, Pocahontas stuff because like just the, some of the names of the mm-hmm. like the different the different towns and everything like very much did not even did not even stretch it like no we'll just keep it we'll just name it we'll just keep it the same name yep. you know and it was just like we'll keep we'll keep mm-hmm. it All moving the Native American names but okay so it's one thing to be to live in a state that you drive through um, areas every single day and you notice the effects of redlining. And it's a whole nother experience. Traveling to another state, traveling to, and, and, and driving through another city that is so far away from yours and seeing the similar effects mm-hmm. of redlining. Mm-hmm. It just, when I tell you that it just like filled me with such a dread I could not even yes, shake. It is heavy. And 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 I I was surrounded by white friends mm-hmm. and we're driving through it and like I'm the like and I feel like I'm the only one noticing. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Why are these like so dilapidated? Mm-hmm. Why are these looking like this? And then I start seeing like there's a church and of course like there's like a little like mart, right? Like mm-hmm. those, those those quick stop marts, mm-hmm. right? When they sell a gallon of milk for like seven dollars. Mm-hmm. There's no it's presence milk right now. $7, there's by the way. No presence of a grocery store. Nope. Like a proper grocery yes. store for miles oh, and like for miles. And the houses look like they haven't been touched in like oh, like for decades mm-hmm. and lo and behold i'm like ooh didn't you say like that this is like a a community like a pretty like a pr- predominantly white community and I'm like oh yeah i'm like well there's like there seems to be a concentration of specifically melanated black folks here mm-hmm. and they're like oh Okay, I mean, sure. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm telling I'm you right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. look, there's one here. There's a group there. They're barbecuing over here. There's a church there that, like, I'm, I'm I guarantee yeah, you, is a black, is, yeah. is a black church. And and everything around it was just disinvested. Mm-hmm. And make a right turn past the fire station, and then boom, incredible neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Find one black person, couldn't find them. It's so crazy. In 2023. It, when I tell you, like, it tore at my heart. Like, I just, it's a, it's a different experience having that in a whole different area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you kind of know where you live and you know the history, at least you should, as best as possible. You should. Um, But then it's a whole nother thing for you to experience that, like, somewhere else. Like, it's like... No, this is pervasive. This is not just here. This is history. Doesn't it make you feel like you're living in an illusion? In what sense? Like, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like we're very blessed, right? We have beautiful homes. We live in a good community. Like, I feel like, for me, in the in the places that I've lived, in the places that I've had the opportunity to explore, mm-hmm. I feel very blessed. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've had the opportunity to really engage in things that I just never, I never thought I could, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And in parts of the city, in parts of the city, 
I know the history. Like, I've been there. They've rebuilt portions of our city that were burned multiple times mm-hmm. by, you know, white nationalists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we've taken the time to rebuild them and make them landmarks so people do understand that these things happen, but we're rebuilding them so that people can move into them. However, it's an illusion. Mm. it's an illusion like the places that were burnt up and now rebuilt there are landmarks they're all concentrated places where a lot of black people live and Mm -hmm. they do have the quick stop and the quickie Mm -hmm. marks whatever and up the street is that one place that gets shut up all the time and you have to go you know two miles up the street to get to actual grocery store but the roads are painted right Mm -hmm. and the roads and if they happen to invest in them then what you have you have um, what do you call it again gentrification Mm -hmm. where they can no longer afford to stay where they are because now they've invested into those communities Mm -hmm. so it's like sometimes because I am very much that person who does research and I want to be very much aware of my surroundings mm-hmm. I don't want to go to a place where I feel unwelcomed mm-hmm. and and I mean that like I'm mm-hmm. going to look up where I'm going I want to mm-hmm. make sure that where where I go I'm safe where I take my family they're safe of course so, at times when I visit other places and I see certain places that are run down and I know they're predominantly black, I feel like sometimes we live in an illusion where we feel like we're free. We feel like we have such power. We feel like we're able to do all these things. And then you see certain places like that where we're all in one place and that place is experiencing the same thing that that place is and that place. And when you look at the similarities, like, oh, mm-hmm. like why did it, so it makes me feel like i'm in an illusion because i feel like i'm making it and i feel like i'm in that place like you know i'm gonna make it to the top i'm gonna make good money i'm gonna have a nice house i'm gonna have a nice car i was like am i gonna be that am i gonna be like am i gonna be where i need to be like i just feel like am i fighting the right fight type thing it's odd when mm-hmm. i really take the chance to try to like i think explain i understand it. what you're yeah. saying i do understand and i think i think if anything it's like the fight for the individual versus the fight for the collective right. or the individual reality versus the collective reality right? right and i think what where i am right now is because in the before i used to get consumed and i really truly mean like consumed by just the just the downtrodden news about you know brutality and um you know acts of injustice and all of those things that were happening all around me like I was I was both consuming that information at like unhealthy rates and getting consumed by that information Mm -hmm. and like and and I really do feel like to a degree and it's something that we we definitely will talk about further like um further I do feel like to a certain degree there is a framing and there is a purposeness, there a purposefulness in spreading that specific narrative. Mm-hmm. Because if your mind is bogged down by all of this and you continue to um you continue to acquaint yourself with your inf- your seeming inferiority, right? Mm-hmm. And your seeming lack of power and your seeming like suffering, then you're going to either get very angry and try to fight a status quo that they've already established you underneath right right? or you're going to just you know give up in defeat and just say like you know what this is where already where i am and i think that there are some people when you talk about a critical race theory for example that don't want the information disseminated through the schools especially with the young children not just for like not for the history of it per se but for the for the Empire. for the specific for the specific narrative that you like hey you were born into struggle mm-hmm. being having melanated skin having black skin having brown skin is already a disadvantage mm-hmm. right and therefore you're going to encounter x y and z mm-hmm. and it's like so how much of that information are we telling our children at the very same time, we're telling them, you are strong, you are resilient, you are powerful, mm-hmm. you can do anything that you put your mind to, exactly. you can accomplish anything. And I think that's the that's the, the the struggle. I think that's the internal struggle that you experience. That's the internal struggle that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can say is, don't let your path to success and amazing outcome and future be tainted 
by a history that you didn't create. Yeah. That was powerful, Tess. I, I felt that in my, my God. <laughs> you <laughs> know? And so I want you, I want us as individuals, as melanin individuals to continue to thrive. And I want us to continue to think we can do anything. Because we can. We can. We can accomplish anything. We can set, We can do anything that we set our minds to. We are powerful beyond measure and we're going to succeed. Like success, like in ho- however we define it for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that. And we're also going to keep a foot in the fight for collective power. And there is a way for us to do both. I haven't figured out that balance yet. Well, we will, though. But I feel like we're we're on our way. I do. I believe that as well. That's exactly the power I was talking about. And I was like, the government is starting to realize that we're finding that power. We need that power. We need to have the... I feel like if you know your history and you're not someone that has something to quote unquote fight for, mm-hmm. once you know your history, you're like, nah, I'm I'm going to make my ancestors proud. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now you have more voices that's fighting for equality and mm-hmm. wanting certain things that we all do want, but mm-hmm. we don't have the information to really justify that. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Some people just feel like I, I've heard of this and people talk about this, but I have nothing in my hands. I have nothing mm-hmm. to really prove it. Right. And some of us need that because some of us need to have that research to be like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. stand 10 toes on that. Mm-hmm. And I need that to really motivate motivate myself to move forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah, the, su- the suppression of critical race theory to uh, like to again to support what you were saying is more about appeasing white fragility than it is about, you know, edifying right. black minds. Mm-hmm. And I think that as long as we have white fragility being weaponized, because that's exactly that's what exactly it is, we got here. white tears for days, you know, <laughs> for years. Um, like it's going to continue to be to go directly against, you know, the edification of our minds as a collective. And it's just right. like so sad that and what I mean as a collective is like, I don't mean as like a black collective or Melanie collective. I but really I mean, mean like as like an entire exactly. Like human collective, Mm -hmm. like we We need to be aware of exactly. But I feel like the division is purposeful, and I feel like the messaging, some of it, has definitely been purposeful. Of course, and I think we're rising above that. Right, and I'm just like, side note, like I'm so freaking proud of you and all that you've done and all that you've accomplished and all you've become. I'm just I really am and I just see nothing but greatness for you and I'm proud of you I feel like as time oh yes kisses girl <laughs> I feel like we have really like stepped into ourselves mm-hmm. we have like imagine we started MMP almost two years ago mm-hmm. and we had both quit our jobs and mm-hmm. we're just like no we, we want to make sure our voices are heard we want to mm-hmm. go after our passions we want to have meaningful conversations and I like how things have really come full circle to where now we actually have that path that we've creative of what our past has led us to and Mm -hmm. what our future is to look like and it's amazing to see how far we've come the connections we've we've made the things that we've built like just just our auras by ourselves but not not only that but our equipment girl our equipment has gotten (laughs) real good Uh, but i am i'm very proud of us mmp is coming up on their two years Mm -hmm. in our in our two years in september Mm -hmm. we want to continue to celebrate and grow and of course thank you guys for continuing to rock with us for people from the very beginning first episode people who've come in the middle and for those who are joining the train most recently like you guys joining the family really does mean a lot to us and we're excited yes, to really like show you guys like being part of the family is definitely worth it we have good conversations we have great things that we're putting into mm-hmm. motion that we're very very proud of and it's like wow yes, and look at it's us. almost too all right look yeah, at thought, not me <laughs> that's too much tiktok <laughs> i know look at us <laughs> Yeah, yes but. oh happy non-binary awareness week before we wrap up i just wanted to quickly mention happy that non-binary awareness week yeah yeah i mm-hmm. appreciate that and so what do we say to all of our people listening what's hey what's it to all the to all the boys the girls and everything in between <laughs> we see you girl we see 
and that's girl with a W. Yes. It's the same thing when it's a queen with a K. Mm-hmm. Completely, completely gender neutral. Of course, we're gender neutral on the side because everybody gets seen, and they deserve to be seen. Yes. You know, oh my God, one last thing. You know, there's islands for like over a century, like Hawaii, mm-hmm. Hawaii, and other parts of the world. They don't even observe gender. Everybody comes out as a they. I love it. Did you know that? It should. That's so I learned be. that recently. That was like the coolest thing. That's very cool. I just learned that. You, you need to send me some of that information. There's this gentleman, he's a TikToker, and he became really famous like for makeup and food and things. I think he's from Hawaii. And he actually is the one that told me that. Bretman Rock. Okay. Yeah. He's All the right. one that actually said that. So, All right. Look anyway. him up. I will. But anyway, this has been a good time, a good conversation. Yes. If you're not already following us on social media, please follow our Instagram, Melanated Movement Podcast. Follow our Twitter, Melanated Pod. Melanated Movement Pod. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then follow our um, our TikTok. It's Melanated Movement 4. So follow us. Give yes. us a little um, follow us, like our stuff, or just listen to our podcast. Yes. Like them, give us feedback well. about this episode exactly. and what your thoughts are. We're everywhere. We're on Spotify, Google, Apple, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podbean, and all of things. Everything. Everything. Audible. Yes. Amazon. Get to know us more. Uh, mm-hmm. Click our link tree that's um, everywhere. It's on. It's in our bio and all of our different social medias. We do have an article with Voyage MIA. Check us out. Get to know us more. And this has been the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.